Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I have a guest here with me today that I am very excited to welcome to the show. I have a feeling this is going to be a very fun episode, and I have a feeling that there are going to be some absolutely amazing insights, just judging uh, on the pre-show conversation. So, Natan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Evan. Of course. Thank you for being here. (laughs) So I like to start off in the same place with all my guests, and that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most that they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? Hmm. Personally, I've been an energy coach for the last 25 years, a couple best-selling books, starting with Cirque du Soleil, having about... um, 15,000 people in the last two decades go through my hands, my systems, my two best-selling books behind me. And where I've always focused was on energy activation levels, being able to go up, down, and neutralize so that you as an elite athlete, you as a peak performer, knew exactly what energy you needed to be at this moment. And if we could just stop wasting emotional energy and get two days worth of work day in one. That was where I wanted to come and play in. So that's where I was happy. I never would have come online. I can tell you honestly, I just, no, not at all. But then COVID hit and I had to pivot. And I didn't want to be what I saw online. Like one of these other, I'm, you know, I'm a coach. I'm like, good for you. Holy crap. Seems like everyone else is a coach too. Oh my God. Yeah, right. Like, oh, oh, I have an academy. Oh, great. Holy crap. I have an academy of one too. Are you the only one that has courses on your academy? Like how many instructors do you have? Is it an academy? And I was like, oh man. And so, and then you find out that people can buy likes and shares and, and followers. I'm like, uh oh, uh oh. Online, I spent, more than two and a half decades building a reputation for real. And online, it seems like you can buy one. So I was very disturbed when somewhere around March, 2020, COVID's been told to us, yeah, man, it's gonna be another three weeks. I'm like, mm, not really sure. There's a lot of hoopla for something that's gonna be done in three weeks. I don't know about that. And I jumped in, I gave a couple thousand bucks to some like fake online guru guy because he had a system. And at the end of the day, I learned how to um, I learned how to make a webinar workshop to sell some crap online, you know, and spend 40 hours a week driving traffic to this webinar workshop. And if I sold enough crap, yay, I don't have to get a job on Monday. Oh, that's not why I did this. That's not why I came online. That's not what 25 years of offline work like led me to. That's not right. And so I put my hand up and I said, is there anybody else that doesn't want to be a used car salesman? <laughs> Just sell some crap online. Is there anyone else that actually has education, experience, expertise, and wants to teach something? 
And those first half dozen people came with me and I realized there was a huge, huge place online for people that wanted to actually teach and leave a legacy and help others. And that's where the Essential Academy got founded. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. It's a very interesting story because and thank you for sharing it because I know a lot of people have fallen for similar things. I have fallen for similar things as well. That's the thing. When you start in the world of online entrepreneurship like this, it's really easy to get caught up in the imagery you see and the marketing I that you the, see. I bought the goddamn ClickFunnels t-shirt with the stupid two books with it. Like, we all jump into this stuff, right? Like, of course we do. Because it's very – it's manipulative, right? When you're starting out, you want success. You want to make money doing this. You want you want to be successful. You see someone posing in front of their Lamborghini or on their fancy vacation or in front of their fancy house saying, all I did was work, you know, I, you know how to get your, your first, you know, uh, six you figures in 60 days. Coming from offline. If they came offline, if somebody said that and they were lying, they'd go to jail. Online, if somebody says that, nothing can happen. There's no recourse. I can say whatever I want. Ooh, you'll take down my website. Oh, no. Like, come on. So that's why people are being – people are just straight out being lied to and cheated and scammed on. And it's the lowest level of people who are like – Well, the, the worst part is though is it's technically possible, right? You can't make yeah, six years in right? 60 like, days. If you like, they, they don't say though, make six figures in 60 days. We're gonna have to be working like 12, 14 hours a day. Okay. You probably will, should have had to have had a, a background before this, and you're not like starting from zero. And you're gonna have to really kind of sell money, your right? soul, yeah, right? And you're gonna need to like sell your soul, manipulating people into buying you the same way that those, those quote gurus did for you. It does not feel good and it is not sustainable. So that's why, like, that's why this happens because they can't, you can't shut them down because it's like technically possible. They're not technically lying lying they're just manipulating you yes yes yeah and i started my business back when i was in high school and it was i fell for all of it i did everyone does right i was a naive kid like i said and now i know you know what's funny here's what i use as a gauge to judge who's a good person who's not a good person it's really easy it's binary do you have a hard luck story where someone fucked you over no then you were the asshole that did the fucking it's that simple. It's that binary. I have hard luck stories where I've been fucked over. That's what makes me somebody who understands others that have also gone through that. If you haven't, then there's a reason, bro. <laughs> there's a reason. You're a jerk. <laughs> You're doing this to others. Quit it. If exactly you have those stories... There's a reason. It's or you're ju- you're just looking for money is where a lot of the people who like, sure. you know, do not align with but you. Let's say that you've been quote unquote a victim. Let's say you had a, a story. It doesn't mean you're like soft or weak or stupid. It means you're human. It means you have a heart. It, it means you genuinely yeah. want more and better and you'd rather leave a relationship giving more than you took. That's all it means. That's beautiful, man. Oh, yeah. Exactly. No, I and you see that a lot too. I mean, I definitely have seen some of these manipulative, quote unquote, gurus out there use a you know if maybe they do have like a sob story or something like that, and they really they just really milk it in their in their marketing, right? And they're really just looking for money because then all they do is then they they sell you into their course, and the course ends up actually just being a glorified sales pitch that you had to pay to experience for their mastermind or whatever. You know, and it's pretty much sales pitches that this is what worked past tense for me has 
has nothing to do with whether it'll work for you. Has no bearing on whether that'll future cast out and still like hold track 16 times around. And now that everyone knows about it and everyone's doing it, that'll still work for you. Like this is scary as heck because you're like, hey, I'm basing all of this time and all of this money and all of this effort based on what one guy did before and hoping that that somehow translates to me. This is nuts, man. This is nuts. Yes. No, agreed. And I, I love having these conversations because I try to be a voice for for that because that's those people end up being the loudest voices. There's very right? few of us. So you, so, you know, this isn't popular. Because there's no benefit. I'm not asking for money. You're not asking for money. There's no there's no benefit to us for this. So why would we speak the truth? Why would we give back and tell others that, hey, mind yourself? And they're like, okay, mind myself. Don't give my money to this guy because you want me to give my money to you. I'm like, no. <laughs> just mind yourself, man. That's all. It's a yeah. public service announcement. Jesus. It's like this is just a public service announcement. Yeah. You say it because like, you actually care about people. Yeah. You know, you really do. And that's the problem, too, is that a lot of these people we're talking about in their manipulation, I found, is that they really use the concept of of self-reliance and positive mindset okay. to essentially bully people into working with them. Because they'll say, like, oh, if you fail, well, it's because you just didn't put in the work. Oh, you know, I here I'm I'm just giving value. You're not giving value, maybe a tiny bit, but just enough to get someone to come buy your course, which again is just a glorified sales pitch to your next thing. Obviously, mindset is important in the world of business. Obviously, obviously, you need to put in the work to be able to create these results. Let me share when I'm. But you gotta know what I mean. When I'm working with somebody who's a you know six-time Olympian, multi-gold medal-winning gymnast. And I'm talking to them on mindset and we're working on one of the things that they're having an issue with. And they're scared a little bit. I'm like, what are you scared about? He's like, I'm trying to do a quadruple twisting triple backflip. Okay, I can't even really wrap my head around that, but go on. Where's the the problem? The problem is I'm terrified. I'm like, okay, where did that terror come in? I don't know how to do this. Well, hold on. What was the step before? It was a triple twisting triple backflip. Did you do that? Oh, successfully. Landed perfectly, won an Olympic gold medal. So you realize there's only another at a flip. It's not like fundamentally, I'm like, Evan, have you ever gone upside down? No. Let me tell you what a quadruple twisting triple backflip feels like. I'm like, what? No, you know what I'm talking about. You know what this feels like. The proprioceptive awareness, the biofeedback is very real. So if you're telling me it's at another thing, what are you scared of? At what point is it that you don't see the ground or you don't see the ceiling or you don't see the wall? What is it that's not there that's terrifying you? And being able to narrow down and zoom in on just that little bit is the difference. So if you're dealing with somebody, and and Evan, I I presume you make bazillions of dollars a year. So let's say you're one of those gazillion dollars a year guy and you're like, hey, I make bazillions of dollars a year. And I'm like, if I'd like to work with you, I don't want to call it mindset because, dude, you're, you're a gazillionaire, right? So mindset clearly is already working for you. But let me ask you, if I was able to move your financial needle 1% because you're a gazillionaire, would it be worth it to go, let's say, $100,000 into this Cayman Island account on the count of three, two, one? Hmm. And that's where we're coming from when it's these people that are at this 
supposedly high level that have supposedly made some money. I'm like, show me your Stripe account. Show me your bank account. Show me some shit, right? When it's these people. And then the ones that supposedly show you the shit, they're the worst. Oh, my God. Because I don't even know what they're showing me. It could be a real thing, a fake thing. And even if it is a real thing, again, back to what we said before, it worked for me. I don't know if it'll work for you, man. In your unique particular industry and in your market and your share with your avatar of who you're going after? Are you serious? This is past tense. This worked for me. Are you sure that the Facebook avatar, like uh, what do you call it? Algorithm hasn't advanced since we last spoke? And, and, and? Really? Hmm. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it honestly is, it's very manipulative. And I heard someone describe it as this, and it stuck with me. They called it bro marketing. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's pretty accurate. It's a good way to describe it. Yeah. And you see a lot of it. Because, I mean, frankly, it works. People bro, yeah, really get sucked this. in. Oh, my God. You got to see this, bro. You got to do this. Dude, dude, bro, bro. Come on, bro. Come on. Exactly. And yeah. if someone is in a hard spot, well, they're going to yeah. see someone with a Lamborghini saying they're going to solve all their problems if they just pay their 997 course. Even though that may be the last $997 they have, they're still going to do it. And, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's painful and it's sad but it's it's what we've seen it's also what's laid the foundation because that carcass and dead bodies that we all step on is how we get to stand on the shoulders of giants if all of these people didn't fall by the wayside before us and we just la 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 magically got to skip online and go, well, this is exactly what I thought it was. Yay! It's exactly the rainbows and puppy dogs and everything I thought it was. Whoop doop doop. Oh, Evan, $16. Here you go. I'm a millionaire. Yay. Then yeah, this would work. But no, man. Come on. What's the matter with you? No. Yeah, if you notice, uh everyone on the planet isn't a millionaire. But I want you to notice a couple things, and that's what makes me laugh because I see people that pick and choose. And I want you to be so careful what you're so freaking certain of, right? Because that's exactly what you get. You're so certain of this? No worries. I can't change your mind. No problem. <laughs> no problem. That's the reality you're 100% set in. Pa problem. But in the meantime, since 2020 to now, there have been more billionaires with a B created than ever in the history of the world. There are more millionaires. If we look at the US and we go, how many houses on Zillow.com cost more than a million dollars? Give me a guess, Evan, how many you figure? How many million dollar plus houses y'all got in the US? I'm in my- Hey, well, I don't know. I can't give you an exact number, but I'm in California, so the answer is most of them. Yes. Give me a ballpark. We're talking six digits, seven digits. We give me a number. Throw me something out. Oh, I'm sure seven or eight digits. And that's what's really cool about you. There's more than 13 million million dollar plus houses. And when I talk to people about that, I'm like, this is like a Google stat. And they're like, really? I'm like, yes. I'm like, what's the matter with you? You live in such an incredibly rich country. It's ridiculous. And at the same time, you don't even realize that there's so many people that have just basically banked on you getting rich. 
Because if you don't, then I'm screwed. Because I built this goddamn million dollar house that you can't buy. <laughs> Shit, what am I supposed to do now? So the entire economy is built upon everybody moving up. The economy is not built upon people getting poorer. It's about getting richer. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> built that way. And if people just, you know, smile and open their mind to it and just get over whatever past transgressions or whatever past issues or whatever you seem to think is some weird dark conspiracy or some religious political crap and just focus on the money. Money's easy. Money doesn't lie. It's very easy. <laughs> it always tells the truth. It's pretty simple. That is very, very true. That makes a lot of sense. It's in being able to focus on the money and doing it in a way that isn't screwing other people over. Yes. Right. Because that's the thing, right? The kind of people we've been talking about, they also focus on just the money, even though they say they focus on what are we making an impact. Where but... if you're a gazillionaire and I'm asking you for a fraction of a fraction of what it is that I'm going to give back to you, that's fair. These people mm. don't do that. They ask for everything you've got and cross your fingers. It'll work. That's not the same at all. That's a exactly. completely different pitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. So speaking, so speaking of people who are doing good work, okay. tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Kind of walk us through, give us a little bit of an insight into what it actually looks like to work with you and the transformations that you lead people through. Well, thank you. Well, personally, if you're looking at working as an energy coach, it depends where you fit on the spectrum. If you're somebody that is positive, energetic, and seems to be down compared to where you normally are. If you are an elite athlete or an energy person that normally you know vibrates at a very high successful superior elite achiever, perfect. And if something is off, we can find what's off. If you're somebody that normally says, hey, I'm looking to join a community, exclusive, elite, um, somebody that's like invitation only, and I wanna know that there's others that are at the same level as me. That's me professionally. As director of the Essential Academy, I opened a private, not-for-private, uh, not-for-private, not-for-profit, <laughs> invitation-only educational community back in 2020. And it's specifically for coaches, healers, therapists, experts from around the world that are looking to shine their light even brighter. Because we're a .org, because we're not-for-profit, we're not here to just sell some courses. We've done quarter-million-dollar fundraisers for the Teen Suicide Prevention Society. And we had a good, it was like seven hour gala recorded. That's a long time. There was a dozen Cirque du Soleil performances. It was epic. It was so cool. And it's to bring awareness and it's to raise funds. So we're in the space that, hey, you wanna pay the rent? Your .com's supposed to do that. When you're past that stage, when you've matured and you're a little bit further than that, that's when you get to consider playing with our dot work and spread your light, shine your message among others. I do not hear many coaches and leaders who do have like a, a not for profit organization that they run, right? That is what proves to me, to everyone listening, that you are legit right like you actually you actually are not only are you making money which is very important but you're also actually looking to make a genuine impact 
Yes. And that's what a lot of those kind of fake marketers say, the bro marketers, right? Yes. Instead of looking to make an impact, or they're really just looking to make a lot as much money as they can make. Yes. Right. But Evan, they're literally the like the flip of the coin. And that's what people maybe aren't missing. Let's go back for two seconds. Am I legitimately in the multiple six digits? 100%. I can show and prove that. I don't need to. But I 100% can do that. Now, more than the ability to make that money, what you said about impact. Have we impacted hundreds of thousands of lives worldwide? 100%. Because you can't be a broke philanthropist. You can't pour from an empty cup. What's the matter with you? So this ridiculousness that you can't, like I've, I've literally had an instructor that said, hey, I feel uncomfortable making more than $15,000, $20,000 a month. I'm like, why? They're like, because I'm like, I don't need more than that. I'm like, good for you. You don't know anyone who does? What's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I give you $15 million a month. You're telling me you can't find a good with that? You can't find something to do with that? Really? That's why you don't have 15,000 or 15 million a month. No kidding. The universe is like, I'm going to put this somewhere with someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. You clearly don't. Because that's the thing, right? I mean, yeah, okay. If you make $15 million a month, sure, you know, fly, fly first class, take the trip, do the fun stuff that you want to do. Yes. But I have a feeling that's going to leave you with a bit left over. Even when you, and I've, I've done this before. It was one of those exercises a lot of uh, people okay. who focus on money mindset do, right? Where it's like, okay, if someone's, you know what I mean? But the exercise where you're like, all right, well, if I want to, what are all the things I want to spend money on in a month? Yes. Like, just go crazy. You know, yes. do I want like first class tickets every single month to a place? I'm going to like, it's usually, it's probably like maybe a couple hundred thousand, maybe. You know, I remember what I, I think I did that and it's been quite some time since I did it, but remember when I did, I think it came up with like $300,000 or something like that. And I was like, really just at, at, at the end of it, I was like, I don't really care about this, but I guess no, it seems it's kind like of fun. I'll throw it on half there. A million. I, yeah, I'll Jesus. Half a million a month, half a million a month. And you're like, I can't conceive of needing any more money than this. Okay. It, it would be a job to figure out how the hell to spend that money so at that point it's like well i'm not just gonna yeah okay have a nice solid savings whatever but at the end it comes a point where like all right i've laid on a beach enough and i have enough of I, a right? savings i yeah. could me and my children my children's children are freaking set what? like you've left like, and then what you've left, you've left generational well, that, then you start you know right? then you're yeah. traveling and you see poverty and you see people struggling and then you're like you know what i can use this money to make a really big difference. Yeah. I'll tell you that, you know, knock on wood, heaven forbid, I've had people as recently as a couple of days ago, old friends of mine pass away. A couple mm -hmm. weeks ago, a couple months ago, it's been an odd time in the last half a year. I've lost some friends that have been with me for a long time that I've known since like literally childhood, went to grade school with, that kind of stuff. And it wasn't anything crazy. It was just like I was in my jacuzzi, having a beer, talking to people on Zoom, having a good night. All right, everybody have a good night. That was it. Went to bed, didn't wake up. And you got to ask yourself, I'm like, well, that, that sounds awful. I'm like, only for the person waking up next to him. Because for him, holy shit, talk about your best exit strategy you can have. Yeah, right? Right? Like, I'm like, and sold. I'm like, that sounds amazing. Do -do 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 -do. Compared to seven years with terminal cancer or some shit, right? Like, you know, being tortured to death or some horrible other thing. Like, we all watch horrible movies. There's six million ways to die. Choose one. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. And nobody gets out of this life alive. So, (laughs) and you can't, uh, you you can't take all that money with you. You know what I mean? Who, who says, I wish I spent more time working. Oh yeah. And you look at somebody like Mr. Beast, right? Or MD motivator or a couple of the other guys that are just online and giving it out and giving it back. And they're so driven by what they do. They're like, I don't even know the numbers. It seems like I'm spending about a million and a half dollars a day on advertising. Videos take me five months to produce. Um, at the same time, I'm giving out ridiculous monies, but I'm like, hey, I got a bed. I got a bathroom. I'm good. Yeah. It's crazy, man. But it's so beautiful to see that and to feel that and to, to know that there's people that are worth half a billion, a billion dollars that still are at that. Okay. Imagine vibrating at a frequency of abundance of a billion dollars. He can do anything, (laughs) literally. And then imagine being humble enough and vibrate at a frequency of I'm every man. And to not have that as a disparity and to be able to reconcile that within yourself. That's beautiful. That is something special. They talk about people and there's various charts that measure your vibrational frequency from Buddha to Jesus to Gandhi to other incredible people around the world. And that's what that measurement is of because when you get to like St. Ignatius, vibrating at around 900 hertz, you look at his writings, he had to have his hands wrapped, his feet wrapped because you'd bleed out. You vibrated a frequency that your cells can barely hold themselves together. What do you think's gonna happen? You're barely hanging on to this form. You're barely in this state. And so some people do that with money. Some people do that with energy. Some people do that with love. Some people do that in so many different ways. Yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) So I am on. Yeah, right. So as we begin to kind of wind down the podcast, as you know, I'm a big fan of actionable advice, right? I want people to be able to take something from this and really use it. So let's say someone's at a place where they have these big dreams, big goals, big vision, um, but it just hasn't been happening. Okay. Right. And like, so these people, maybe they are high level, but they want to go even higher. And uh, the, what you help people with. So what, what is one piece of actionable, actionable advice you could give to those people that they could take and, you know, implement uh, today? Let me give you three quick ones. Number one, yeah, go for it. practice rigorous authenticity. Two, surrender the outcome. Three, do the uncomfortable work. If you want, I can clarify or expand on any of the above. I I think that is incredibly powerful because, I mean, I really, I, I love the, they all resonate with me, but I know for me anyway, one of the things that resonated the most was the authenticity piece because as I mentioned before, I started in the world of online business when I was quite young Mm -hmm. and 
as you said, right? People saying make six figures in 60 days. Well, their strategy worked for them. Yeah, good for them. Spoiler alert, none of them works for me, right? Because I kept trying to be someone else and I kept trying to do something someone else did to create the success they created for themselves. Yeah. Right? I was trying to put on a persona. Right, I was putting a putting on a face to to, yeah. to get an an outcome that I wanted. Yeah, but that's not how it works. No, you know. Now that's I'm at a point where I'm well. just <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. But like yeah. now I'm just myself yeah. when I'm online. I, I've had friends, personal friends, who I knew growing up who aren't involved in business, and they're like, maybe they listened to a tiny bit of one of my podcast episodes, and they're like, hey, what the hell are you talking about? When you see podcasting, like, what is this? They listen to it just so they can hear. That, like when I was blown away always when people are like, hey, the people that comment, the people that post, the people that um, like, share, or in any way, shape, or form make it known that they're involved is a fraction of the actual people that watch, view, see, and are impacted by what you do. And I'm like, yeah, 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 you all say that. But I was touched repeatedly over and over again by people who are like, hey, I've been watching you for the last three years and I love the content you're putting out. And I'm like, who are you? What? (laughs) I've never heard of you. And they're like, dude, I just, I don't follow. I don't like, I don't share. I'm not that guy. However, the things you've said touched my heart, made my life, changed my world. And you're like, holy shit. And so the amount of impact that you can have, that you don't know you can have because you haven't been given enough pats on the back to show that you're doing a good enough job to keep on going, keep on going. Everybody that I talk to, I make it very simple. If you're constantly trying to talk to these people that are three, four steps ahead of you, and impress them, you won't ever. If instead you focus on the people that are three, four steps, for lack of a better word, below you, behind you, beneath you, they're looking at you like, oh my God, somebody like a fourth grader is a genius to a second grader. You're shitting, you can tie your shoes, what? (laughs) So you gotta remember, put yourself in context. Just because you haven't made bazillions of dollars is irrelevant, that's ah indicator that's a gauge exactly when i was i'm trained as a musician and one thing i remember when i was going through high school and college and i was playing i played professionally for some time you can teach what instrument trumpet oh that's and a little bit of bass guitar as well yeah 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 but like you know you can teach as long as you are one step ahead of someone else you can yes. teach them the instrument. If I knew exactly, like if I knew the proper hand position on a piano and like one scale, then I'm qualified to teach someone who knows nothing about piano. Literally, you're piano. So I won Kawinas Music Festival in piano when I was 12. My mom's a concert pianist from Russia, which means I've been practicing piano since before I remembered what a piano looks like because I didn't even know. It's one of my earliest memories. Yeah. The neat thing is, is that you go through that. And that's why when you and I spoke as musicians and said, hey, there's rules to follow. You go on stage because I play blues harmonica just because I wanted an instrument that I was self-taught that wasn't as obvious or as oversaturated as I saw everything else. And I said, that sounds cool. That works for me. I know how to do piano. I'm a classically trained concert pianist. I won Kawinas Musical when I was 12. I'm like, I know how to do that. I'm like, I do djembe, African hand drums, congos, bongos. I have a record out where I have, you know, credits. So I'm trained in that. 
I don't have nothing to do about no blues harmonica. That's crazy. I'm a white guy. Let's give that a shot. That sounds awesome. And I picked it up. And even though you're, as a, so as a musician, imagine this. I put on one of those classic rock music stations on the radio. And for the first year playing blues harmonica, I was in the key of C. I figured every goddamn song's in the key of C. Clearly, they're not. Especially in classic rock. So the difficulty of learning how to bend that C major into every goddamn key that you hear and then be able to play out was so uplifting as a musician that the year afterwards when I bought like the eight major and minor scales and went do 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 all of a sudden whoa and now you pick up like you know videos of 150,000 views on like YouTube and stuff like that just you freestyling it's about that ability to connect and that was so cool. That's why I wanted to do this podcast with you, man, because your ability to connect was so cool. I was blown away with that. Thank you for those kind words. That That is what I value most in the world of business is cultivating positive relationships. Amen. Right? I think any, any good business is kind of built on a foundation of relationships. And that's to me what the podcast has been able to do. You know what I mean? Yes, I love it. It's it's neat because I've got a few that I'm like, there's one that I speak at and we're on a weekly series. We're on season four of Our Own and she's got about 600 episodes. I'm like, you realize somebody like Joe Rogan got picked up for 100 million bucks. 600 episodes. We're buying content. We're buying quantity, not quality. I don't care if this show is recorded on your cell phone. Irrelevant, like oh, yeah. old, shitty cell phone. Irrelevant. You look at Wim Hof, the guy that does the Wim Hof breathing. His most popular views, hundreds of millions, are him 20 years ago on his stupid, like, iPhone 2 in the shower, going, okay, let's come with me in the shower. We're taking a bath. And like that crazy shit, right? Like, and it's the worst quality you can imagine, but so genuine, so true, so pure. Mwah. You know, I love yes, and that is, it's just a good lesson to learn. Knowing that, yeah, just do it. You know, just do it. Just put yourself out there and be authentic. And that's what it comes down to is being yeah. yourself. I mean that that's what I do. That's what you do. Yeah. And that's what I try to be a voice for others to do. But Natan, I think we could probably talk about all of this for hours. In fact, I'm sure. 100% sure that we could. But I want to make sure that I respect your time and the time of our listeners. So I want to say thank you very, very much for coming on the podcast today and sharing all of your wonderful insights. And for people who are interested in you and the work you're doing and they want to learn more, where can they do so? Where can they find you? You go to www.essentialacademy.org. That's all right. That's our little world. You can click, you can choose, you can play. Have fun. That makes it easy. I'm going to have that linked up in the show notes, and I encourage everyone listening to check that out in some more detail. But for now, Natan, thank you so much again for coming on the podcast today. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.